Hey, folks, this is David Pose the Matrix. You got Brian over there. Hi, folks. Hi, everybody. <laughs> over there. <laughs> We're doing something very unusual for us today. We're doing an afternoon show at 4 o'clock in the afternoon Pacific. <clears throat> and uh, we didn't get the shoe show the other night with Brian. So Brian said, hey, why don't we do one on Saturday? I said, yeah, that's really good. So here we are. Um, Brian, what's going on? What's new? Uh, just same old thing, you know, uh, we're talking about, uh, mm-hmm. masking and social distancing on the 29th of July in LA County because we, oh. we have a surge. We have a surge. Doesn't that figure. Yeah. We'll, we'll probably talk yeah. about that. I'm assuming we'll get in that a little bit. So. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yes. That is cool up here so far. Yeah. And yeah. Why don't you let's, let's start off here. Yeah, and everybody, everybody knows who watches these shows and other podcasts knows that for the last two and a half years, we've been lied to about this virus. And Barbara Ferrer, I think is her name, she's the health director of L.A. County Health, but she's a doctor, but in psychology, I think, not medicine. But she's running the whole medical department for the county. And she gave a decree mm-hmm. that if the, about a month ago that, that we're surging and if the um, – numbers don't slow down or come down that we're going to go into social distancing and indoor mask wearing on the 29th of July. But she ran into a problem is that about a week ago, two of the largest county hospitals who she's over, the director of the county hospitals, two of them, they're big hospitals, they're huge. Mm -hmm. The director, I think he runs both of them, um, heard her report about, as I quote her, uh, we're getting COVID patients in intensive care and on ventilators, and the numbers are going up, and the hospitals are getting full. That's what she said. This guy right. came out, and it was recorded. I don't know how it leaked out, but it was a recorded conversation. And he said, and he's the director of the two largest hospitals in this county, that there's nobody in ICU with COVID at all at that time. Mm-hmm. And anybody who is sick with COVID is uh, released the same day. And if they do come in with a broken oh, wow. arm, whatever it is, they get tested for COVID and that goes into the number, but they're not in there for COVID and they're released. And the ones that do have COVID are being treated and released. Oh, wow. And there's nobody in ICU, mm-hmm. nobody on ventilators at, at that point a week ago. So this came out right the day right. after she said we were going to have to shut down for two weeks in two weeks. So mm-hmm. she was caught in a big wow. lie. I think actually Tucker Carlson talked about this in one of his shows last week. I have kept don't quote me on that, but I think he did. So wow. it's a big lie. It's just a big lie. Now San Diego County School District started masking. Um, they're going to start masking, uh, I guess, immediately in their public places and, and uh, businesses in, in uh, San Diego. Uh, and they're talking, oh, no, I take that back. Sorry, folks. They're going to mask and mask and social distance when school starts. So, or mask. Oh, wow. Me. It, mm. yeah. So they're already planning to do it when school starts in about a month. So it's just, right. you know, you and I have been talking about this since for over two years, how fake this is and the virus and, and everybody right. who follows us or does their own research knows this. And they know it's a lie, but these people, these mm-hmm. liberals, are so blatantly arrogant. They think we're stupid. They think we're dumb. I mean, right. and, and so we're going to like, oh, we got to do it for our safety. It's been proven 
without a shadow of a doubt, masks do not stop the spread of the virus. And you do the vaccines. Matter of fact, as you right. know, your audience knows, the vaccine promotes illness because it it, it, it lowers mm-hmm. your immune system. You get susceptible to cancers and pneumonia and all these different things out there. And so, uh, and now, as you know, most people may, may know this, the more booster shots you get, the better chance you have of dying. And 92% of the people dying That's from right. COVID are vaccinated. And a lot of them had the third and fourth shot. Now, if you've gotten one shot or two, you might right. be okay. As soon as you get that third and fourth shot, I, it, you're, it's just you're taking a chance. And so a lot of people dying. Now, yeah, right that's now, right. But they're calling it um, the new it's the new wave of COVID. But it's actually it's not because there's nobody in the hospital. These people that are dying are just dying. Right. They're probably dead. They don't have time to be in a hospital. Mm-hmm. Some of them. And then uh, what else? You got that. Um Oh, the new monkey pox that was on today that they're, they're two young children, I think six months and two years old or something, got monkey pox. But they got it from, mm-hmm. they came, they came wow. from a group of people where men are together. So I'm not sure what happened here. Right. I was going to say that. I don't bet. want to go with that because I just don't want to go down that road. But uh, the gay community is being devastated right. by this disease. And... I feel bad for those people. I really do. Mm-hmm. They, they shouldn't be partaking in that kind of activity. But I feel bad for them. What's happening to That's them? That's right. Um, they're people. You know, God loves them. And uh, but I when it's sad. when it starts affecting other people, Brian, that's when when it starts affecting other people. That's that's when you got to start getting concerned. You know, especially exactly. children. You know, how yeah, come? Right, that's all we hear about lately is the child the the children, the children, the children, you know. So how come this isn't important when it comes to children, yeah. I ask, right? Right. <laughs> yeah, and the very thing they're trying so, to take the children from is the very thing that's in the vaccine they're giving them. They're giving them these vaccines, destroying their immune system, and the kids are getting sick and dying. So right, pretty much right. cats out of the bag. A Tucker was on his show last week, mentioned that, that people that are dying are vaccinated. And why are we still pushing vaccines and social distancing and masks when it doesn't work? It doesn't work. It's because these right. blue states are, are they know, like in California, um, our next president, Gavin Newsom, who's already running for president unofficially, um, they know they're going to get clobbered this fall unless there's a red flag event to stop the election or something weird to happen because they're just going to get slaughtered in a poll. In the right. Polls. So they're, these blue states are pulling mm-hmm. out everything. I mean, it's already was this July, and they're talking about shutting down the state of California and doing all these mask mandates and pushing these vaccines. And there's commercials down here. Oh, you want to protect your children? You know, get them vaccinated. Like, you know, you have a, and then the, the thing is now is that they don't tell you. They don't tell you that vaccines keep you from getting ill. That's the old school. That's old fashioned. Vaccines don't do that anymore, Dave. That's they're not made for that. Right. Vaccines right. are to keep you from getting really sick when you do get sick. Like if Biden mm-hmm. hadn't had four, two shots and two boosters, he'd probably be dead. So, I mean, it saved his life, those two shots and four boosters, but he, me, he still got sick. So, that's like, you can't hey, say Brian. that. How do we, yeah. Go ahead. 
do, do you actually think that uh, do you actually think that Biden took the vaccine? I don't think he did. I think that I think he did. maybe I, he got I, saline solution or something. Yeah, I think he's got dementia. Go ahead, some other stuff going on, and he might have cancer. But I, yeah, I don't. They say mm-hmm. he did, but I don't think he did. And I think the other day when he no. came on mm-hmm. after he got sick, and they had a, a video conference with him. I didn't see it, but Loretta Stott right. said he looked like a doppelganger. He didn't look like the real Biden. He did not. He exactly. was all like, like mm-hmm. he was all uh, just like alert, oriented, and well spoken. And and I'm like, she's going, this is him. You know, so right. who knows with these mm-hmm. people, if who's really, if Biden's even still around, who knows? You know, there's the government. Yeah, that's right. It's just, who knows? Who knows anymore? You know? Um, <laughs> All right. It's just, uh-huh. folks, it's, it's going to get more weird and more weird as we get close to the elections, in our, especially in America for our system here, because the Democrats know they're on a losing side. See, the Democrats, they have no platform. It used to be they were for the middle right. class, or the lower middle class. They were for the working man. But it, it's, it's pretty clear they're not for working people. They're defunding the police. They're cutting mm-hmm. the military budget. You know, they're giving um, all these rights to um, transgenders. Matter of fact, you know what I saw today? I got to share this. I was, I was flipping through the channels, and I Go watched ahead. the Iron Man competition in Hawaii. And it had a commercial. Mm-hmm. Right. And I don't, I don't remember what it was promoting, but it showed an older woman, probably in her 70s, putting a swim cap on. And then it showed um, two guys walking, holding, like, they weren't holding hands, but they were you know, holding this thing between them. Like, you're not alone when you work, you're not alone when you work anymore, when you do this in life. And it shows two guys. Just read into that. And then mm-hmm. it went on. Right. And it showed this woman at first glance but it was a man this is the truth i can't believe i saw this on tv it was a transgender man hmm. from what i can tell breast pumping the breast for milk in this commercial did you get, i'm not making this up i could oh, it, it was, i believe it tell, it looked like a woman at first had long black curly hair but then you looked at the features and it was a man's face you could tell with a tank top mm-hmm. on with a breast pump against his breast, pumping it. And I mean, uh, that leaves me speechless. You know, I, really does. He's so blatant about it. And you know what this reminds me? I've been reading Jasser. Thank you very much. I got on, was reading uh, Jasser. I think mm-hmm. it's called Jasser, the book of Jasser. Jasher, yeah. Jasher. Mm-hmm. Excuse the Portuguese. Jasher. Uh-huh. That's the Portuguese twang, sorry. <laughs> I'm Portuguese, folks, so don't get mad. Um, I'm also a part Jewish. Love them anyway. <laughs> anyway, so it says in there, and I know it's not scripture. I get it. I'm, I would, I'm not going to quote it as scripture, but it does talk about the flood. It does talk about Noah, and it talks about how evil it was. And I am surprised the Lord hasn't come back already. And it describes yeah, Sodom and Gomorrah in there, why God had to go uh, destroy Sodom and Gomorrah. Uh, it's hard to get all the details because it's, it's too involved. Mm-hmm. But basically, what's going on now, and, I, and 
Let me back up. I don't think God just judges technology. Technology is good. Cars are good. Computers are good. He judges what men, mankind, right. do with technology and what they do with their freedoms as humans. And we're living in a time, I believe, mm -hmm. just like it was at the flood with homosexuality. Um, they're destroying the family unit. Um, now you've got a guy on TV who kind of looks like a woman that's a man breast pumping his breasts for milk. How close are we to God coming and fixing all this? It's, I, yeah, I right. shook my head today, Dave. I was like, oh my goodness, it's blatant now. And it reminds me mm -hmm. when Lot was pulled out of Sodom and Gomorrah by the two angels, but they took the form of men. Right. Yeah, you can read that. And mm -hmm. the men of the city came to the house and one of those men for themselves. Luckily, obviously, they were right. angels. They blinded them and they escaped. That's kind of where we're at right now. Not kind of. That's exactly where we're at. Actually, I think it's worse now than I think it was then because of the technology we have and uh, cloning and mm -hmm. uh, you know hybrid exactly. people and uh, actually doing. You know, we know this because we talk about it in depth about the vaccine. It it definitely changes your DNA. It doesn't mean you have a different personality, yep. may, but what I've been reading is coming out more and more because of all this is uncovered. The more shots you get, the more DNA it changes, and the, the spike proteins go into your DNA and alter the DNA, and it brings down your immune system. They yep. go into every cell right. and every organ in the body and attack it. And, and mm -hmm. if you've been vaccinated, um, don't stop. And like we mentioned in the other podcast, uh, uh, get in, get on some supplements and get and rebuild your immune system. Oh, I read an article today. See, during the day I'm more awake. You notice I go, oh, oh. Um, yeah, I um, noticed that. He's alive. I know <laughs> that supplements like vitamin C, vitamin D, you know, weightlifting stuff like creatine monohydrate, which is really good stuff. Um, all this joint stuff you can take for your joints and vitamin B. They're trying to make it where it has to go through the FDA to be approved. So if they do that, mm -hmm. all that stuff you can't buy in the stores anymore. They're trying to shut it down. That's right. We speak. Because they know mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. during the pandemic, which was a scam demic, everybody started flocking to Costco and buying vitamin D, vitamin C, all this stuff to build their immune systems. That's the last thing they want. They don't want you healthy. That's why they want you That's to eat crickets. Right. And when they kill cattle, because cattle pass gas, which wrecks the ozone. We have crazy people. <laughs> We're in an insane asylum, and the insane are running it. Right. I you agree. Know, insane people are running the insane asylum. Mm -hmm. And they've locked up all the good people, and they're locked That's up. That's right. A bunch of poison to kill them. Anyway, I know we don't have a lot of time. Mm -hmm. um, I know we want to move on, so that's it. No, no, that's good. Good luck. Good byline. I like it. I like yeah. it. But I, you know, I, I, as, as to add on to that real quick, I can, I can understand how Lot must have felt. You notice when it said that the angels approached, Lot was outside the city at the gate. Yeah, that's right. You know? yeah, so he probably didn't want to be in there with all that stuff, you know, and yeah. yeah. And, yeah. uh, and I know that he had more family that would then would escaped with him. I think it says that in one of those books. Um, but to see, to see that day in and day out, to be present with 
around around it all the time. Uh, it must have been really hard. And um, I think the reason why this is my opinion, the reason why he probably didn't leave sooner is because his wife his wife liked living there. Uh, you yeah. know, happy wife, happy life. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, he did she. She didn't want to leave, <clears throat> so he was trying to keep her happy. And then the angels had to come in and say, come on, you got to get out of here. I'm destroying this place. You know, and you notice that she turned her head and looked back when, you know, like she yeah. was uh, losing her best friend, it almost seemed like, you know. But anyway, um, yeah, so it's like sometimes when I see these commercials, I, I feel like a lot. You know, I feel like, oh, no, I don't want to see this again. And uh, even now when you watch YouTube and they have commercials on there, you know, same garbage is on there. and. Yeah. It's it's getting to the point where watching anything is not good anymore. But uh, yeah, we'll, we'll move on. That sounds good. Um, so Brian, you were mentioning that things are heating up in the Middle East. Um, something about Turkey and Iran. Yeah. Um, last week. Um, hold on a second here. I have to go to my phone. I'm also just read it because it's better just to read it uh, if I can find it. Oh, here it is. Yeah. Okay. Um. Putin and I, how do you pronounce, I always pronounce his name wrong. The Prime Minister of Turkey, Erdogan. How do you? Oh, Erdogan. Yeah. Erdogan received by Khomeini in Turkey. Erdogan. Yeah, I think it's. So you have Putin, President of Russia, the President of Turkey in Iran, right at this time in our history, when the war in Ukraine is mm-hmm. going on. When the United States is the weakest it's ever been politically with our president, with um, the food shortages and all the supply chain, and, and we'll get into that, uh, but why is it significant? Because these three are directly mentioned in Scripture, working together to destroy Israel. Mm-hmm. Russia is mentioned about coming down right. back to Armageddon, right? Um, Tehran, right. uh-huh. I think Khomeini is going to probably launch a, was it the 82 Psalms War and attack from uh, all sides, right. the north, the, uh, northeast and south uh-huh. and the sea with, with uh, Syria, right. with Jordan and different states. And then you've got right. Turkey, who's part of that too, who actually is a Muslim state. It's not, everybody thinks it's democratic. Not really. It used to be years ago. Uh-uh. Not, not anymore. Um, he he goes after the Kurds. He kills right. his innocent people and the Kurds in the north the north of Syria. He goes after them, and it's just so these three individuals are mentioned in Scripture are now meeting to form an alliance, and each of these uh, two of these individuals right. have sanctions against them. Putin had sanctions against Russia, and there's sanctions against Iran. And it came out um, about a week or so ago. Iran said this themselves. All these years, for the last 20 years, they've said their nuclear program is just for, um, you know, energy. It's just for energy, so they can have energy, even though it's set on all this oil. They came out last week and said right. they have enough plutonium to make plutonium to make a bomb, actually several bombs, and they can do it anytime mm-hmm. they want and have it very quickly, if they choose. Was the word of Khomeini. Right. Um, so. So, and, and as soon as that happened, a few days later, Putin and the Prime Minister, President of Turkey, go into Iran and they have a meeting. So what's going on behind the scenes? I, folks, 
Good question. It's no accident. Things are being orchestrated like a huge chessboard. And the Lord is bringing these people together. Mm-hmm. He's bringing them together to have these meetings. He's putting it in their heart and their mind to do the things they have to do for his plan to come to fruition. And that's what's happening. We don't have a lot of time left. That's right. And, and um, mm-hmm. I mean, it's been it's been stated by Iran many times, David, that that Iran wants to blow Israel off the map. And what's amazing? Oh yeah, that's right. Um, China used to be an arch enemy of Russia. They used to have skirmishes and mm-hmm. cross border fighting, and they hated each other. Now they're they're buddies. Matter of fact, all the yeah. Western, all the Western countries in the world. Um, including ours, are all having food shortages, except two countries that are not. You can look this up. Uh, Russia and China are the only two not having any food shortage or crop shortages in their countries. Hmm. That's weird. Right. Uh-huh. Hunter Biden, who's making dealings with China and Biden, doing the same thing with Ukraine, they're, that family is in the both pots, and it's funny. Our country right. is in trouble, but Russia and China are not. And this whole thing that we're in right now, this whole economy that we're in, folks, is all man-made by our governments to bring America down because America is the only thing in America's in the way of the new world order. As I can say it. Unless America right. goes away, right. the new world order cannot come in. It's impossible. There's just, we're too powerful. Mm-hmm. So that's what's going on. And at the same time, Israel has stated just the last couple of days, it is now mulling, not mulling over, is now one of the top priorities is to stop Iran from developing the bomb. And you can read it, it's all over right. the internet places. But the um, the top generals of Israel have developed plans to strike at uh, Iran's nuclear facilities underground. And what I've read, right. that could happen any time. That it used to be where Israel was negotiating through America or through Europe for Iran's nuclear program. They know now that's a waste of time. Israel has warned them right. if they make a bomb or get a bomb or attempt to do that, they will take them out. And mm-hmm. that's really, really close to happening. Israel's not going to let Iran have the bomb. There's just no way. And, and everybody thinks because Israel that's is right. the, Israel's got an interim governor, government right now. They, don't, they have the elections coming up in the fall. So the prime minister they have right now is just a sit-in interim president. And so Iran thinks Israel's weak because of the political situation. Mm-hmm. But they don't understand one thing the Jews are united on is the existence of their state. So even the liberal left, right. far left in Israel, is for stopping Iran. And so mm-hmm. uh, one of the things, my scenarios I think what might happen is just me thinking about this over the years – is if Iran and all these countries attack Israel in Psalms 82 war, Israel's either going to nuke them and take them out because it talks about the devastation and it sounds like a nuclear attack. But I'm thinking it could actually be mm-hmm. God himself doing it. 
he God could actually do it himself right. without right. works. Because the reason is a lot of if you read the scriptures, a lot of Jews repent and turn to the Lord during that time. So mm -hmm. that's, that, you know, that's what you gotta wait for that to happen. But I got a feeling that might happen. God just intervenes and destroys them. Right. And that's the first war. That's not even mm -hmm. that's not even Ezekiel war. That's not even Russia coming down. But right. I guess I want to just push the point that if you're a Christian and you know the Lord in your heart, there's not a lot of time left. And um, one of the things I'll be on with this day, it says that in the scriptures, I think it's in uh, Matthew, the ones that see Israel becoming, no, it's not Matthew, the ones that see Israel becoming a nation, that generation that sees Israel become a nation will not pass away before the coming of the Lord. So we talked about this before. What's a generation? 40 years, 70, 80, 100. It's been 77 right. years since that happened. So let's say it's 100 years. Mm -hmm. We got 23 years left, maybe. Let's say it's 80 years. Yeah, left. yeah. We got three or four. That, uh -huh. Those people will not die, be dead when he comes back. Some of that generation will be alive. That's how close we are. Right. Yep, I agree. I was just looking for something um, and trying trying to search the whole Bible by using one word is, is uh, literally impossible. <laughs> but uh, it's possible if you have four or five hours. But um, I heard recently <clears throat> that um, the um, who is it? Is Israelis, I think, have a weapon that if they concentrated on a person, it's just, it kind of boils the people from inside, if I'm not mistaken. And uh, I was looking because in, in it's in Zechariah or, or something, it talks about such a thing happening. And it's not really clear as to which battle that happens in, you know? Um, and um, I'm not going to find it, I don't think. No, I'm not going to find it. Um, I, I gave it a heck of a try. <laughs> um, but anyway, um, getting back to the Middle East and stuff like that. Um, yeah, we know that that, that alliance is going to happen because um, Russia, which is Gog, it says uh, God says he's going to put a hook in their, in their jaw and draw them down. And I'm a fisherman, and I know what that does to a fish. When you put a hook in a fish's jaw, he can't resist. You know, that's must be one of the more painful places to put a hook in a fish, you know. And um, so when you hook a fish by the mouth uh, and you're reeling him in, he's going to come quite easily. So whatever it is that that Yahweh is, is made for that day to happen, I you know, it could be oil. It could be gas. It could be, um, I don't know, it could be several things. It could be that the Israelis precipitated something now. I realized, too, that when you make a treaty with somebody, you, you make a treaty not just to make the treaty, but you also make the treaty. And, and the treaty part of the treaty is if you get attacked, they attack me. Um, you know, I never understood in World War II when uh, the Japanese attacked us and then the next day Germany declared war on us. Well, that's because the Japanese made us enemies of them. And an enemy of Japan was an enemy of, of Germany because they had a treaty to protect one another. So... Um, anyway, so if the Israelis did go in and, 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 and wipe out Iran, um, 
I think that the the, the um, Putin and, and the Russians and the Turks would be obligated to to go down there. Now, um, a lot of those countries that are mentioned in Ezekiel thirty eight and thirty nine are are countries that are directly north of Israel. You know, one of them we know is Russia, but the rest of them seem to be concentrated in uh, e, uh, eastern Turkey. And uh, so, when it's talking about all those tribes, it's, it's talking about countries that are between Israel. And uh, and Moscow, we'll just say Moscow for Russia, and um, and and that's going to make it a lot easier for them to come down. You just got to go down to Turkey and Syria because the Russian troops are already in Syria, right? Okay, so if the Russian troops are already in Syria, then they've got control of that. Nothing to stop them from coming down through Lebanon and then down into Israel. Nothing. And it talks about the 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 enemies falling on the hills of Judea, and um, something happens to them and. Uh, and they fall down and they, they just die right there. It says the Lord slays them. And, but you know, a lot of times it says that the Lord uses an instrument that humans have to do it, you know, like mankind. <laughs> or, uh, if you look at the things in, um, if you look at the prophecies, um, that later came to pass, uh, regarding Israel and her enemies, God says, I will destroy them. Well, it turns out that the Israelis destroyed them. Um, or the Israelites, excuse me. And, um, and he used the Israelites to destroy them. So anyway, um, it's, it's, it's real, it's alarming. This, this little pact that they're making is alarming. And, and you're right, Brian, it's because the, 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 um, those powers that we're talking about see weakness in Biden, see weakness in the Democratic Party. And they're gonna, when, when, um, when a predator attacks prey, it doesn't attack the biggest animal in the prey. It attacks the weakest or the youngest. Okay, now Israel is probably one of the younger countries in the in the world, and it's also because it's small, it's perceived to be weak. Well, we know that's not true. We know that they possess a neutron bomb. Okay, and man, talk about an insidious weapon! My goodness. But um, I can't remember. There's an option that the Israelis call it. It's um, it's named. Is it the Gideon option or I can't remember? But if they see that all is lost. They're just going to, you know, hey, if I'm going down, you're going down, <laughs> you know. Right. And uh, so they will annihilate anybody that tries to take them down, okay, anybody. Even if it was the United States, they, I believe they probably could annihilate us, to tell you the truth, but um, especially with um, Brandon in office. And it's, it's, yeah. it's, 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 it's really alarming to, to see, my goodness, you know, one of the things when I was a kid, Brian, I had a teacher that made us feel really proud about being Americans. And I was proud. And I still am proud about being an American, um, even though a lot of people are turning away from being Americans. But um, but he said, yeah, we're the richest country in the world. We're the strongest country in the world. We're the best country in the world. You know, and and, and that's true. It really is. Um, but with all the things that are going on, we're not that anymore. We're by no means the richest country in the world. We're by no means the most powerful country in the world. Even though we possess a lot of weapons and technologies, a lot of countries around the world have those uh, weapons and technologies too. Um, and I know that both the United States and Russia both have their secret technologies uh, where we don't know what they have in the bunkers of Area 51 and uh, Area 52 up in Utah and and stuff like that. There, there could be some wonder weapons up there we would have wished we'd known about a long time ago. But um, the fact is that when, when, when it comes to the tipping point, um, Israel is not going to come out the loser. Okay? 
we have scripture that points that out. They're there until Mashiach comes back, till Messiah comes back. Um, and even after, <laughs> you know, cause, um, so, so we don't have to worry about that. Um, we do have to be concerned, not worried, concerned, um, that the United States is going to be taken out in that war, the Ezekiel 38 war, and maybe some European countries. And, um, <clears throat> hey, Brian, I'm going to run something by in, in the audience too. <clears throat> There's nobody in the chat room now, right now, but, uh, maybe later one of them will write to us. I've always been amazed that in Revelation and Daniel it talks about the last days and it talks about soldiers on horses. All right. Now I've heard them try to explain that the horses are really tanks. They're really Jeeps. They're really Humvees, you know, the whole nine yards. What if they're horses? Okay. What if this, this green deal and everything that they're trying to push through so quickly and so succinctly it will affect even the militaries of the world to where the militaries of the world will not um, will not have the, the mechanized machinery that they have now, but they'll have horses. I I do not see that. I mean, it's the farther we get along and with the green thing, you know, and, uh, you know, oh, where they're polluting the atmosphere. I could really see the armies, except for Russia, I don't think, but a lot the European armies and the American armies and, uh, turning to older technologies, or well, technologies, the horses and the technology, older methods uh, of doing things, <clears throat> and and I, I do think that either that or um, they they will make it so bad. Now we'll never run out of oil because the, the mother, not mother Earth, go forgive me for saying that, Lord, the Earth <clears throat> makes its own oil. I don't think it was from dinosaurs. The Earth makes its own oil and it replenishes it all the time, um, but. They'll, they'll come out with this thing. Well, you know, there's, there's no oil there. The, we used up all the fossil fuel, all the dead dinosaurs. They're gone now. And, and, and they'll say, well, we have to turn to older things, you know, and, um, horses are a lot cleaner. They don't pollute the air as much and stuff like that. So, um, you know, I pose to you and to the audience that perhaps things are going to get so ridiculous with this green deal stuff and everything. Um, and this new tech, new age stuff that's, that's going on that they're going to do away with that stuff. Um, and, and let's face it, you know, if you do away with fossil fuels, you do away with electric cars because the way that you fuel electric cars with plugging it in. And if you have no, uh, oil, oil fired or coal fired uh, power plants around anymore because you've closed them all and you've knocked down all the, all the dams on the major rivers because we've got to be nice to the, to the salmon, you know. Got to be nice mm-hmm. to the salmon. And, um, and you know, and, and electricity isn't made anymore. Then you can have a thousand electric cars and it doesn't matter anymore. You know, so I think the ultimate thing is to get people off of fossil fuel, get them on the electric technology, then come up with some kind of excuse to say, well, we can't make electricity anymore. And then people are going to have nothing. And then, you know, pretty soon you're going to, after that, they're going to be hitching their horses up outside their houses like they did back in the 1800s. Now, I could be wrong about that, but it's something that the Bible is, is a true word. It's the right word of God. And if it says that there's horses in there and that uh, 200 million horsemen come from the east or from China, then I got to believe it's 200 horsemen, you know, not 200 jeeps, not 200 tanks and things like that. And it's, you notice it doesn't talk about anything that I know of, unless you maybe you can correct me, uh, uh, Brian. Mm-hmm. But is there anything that it mentions in scripture when it comes to this kind of warfare about anything flying? Aside from the, aside from the locusts, that's, that's going to be a demonic war. Um, I think it's chapter six. Yeah. 
Um, uh, I gotta look it up. Those, those, yeah, because those come out of um, out of the earth. Right. And so it, it my, my thought has always been that those are demonic cords. There's, uh, I'm thinking, of, I, I don't want to quote it because I could quote it wrong. So I'll have to look that up. Um, chapter six is when the tribulation starts of Revelation. So I'm telling you that, that's right. it. Golden censer, seven trumpets. Uh, okay, that's that's a comet. <laughs> chapter eight, comet, uh, asteroid. Right. Oh, uh, well, we know that when he, when he opens the abyss, the scorpions that looks like scorpions come out are locusts, and they use their tails to torment men for five right. years, uh, five months. Um, uh huh. Oh, I think it's right. later on. Now I know it's uh, it's later on. It's it's like it's further along in the tribulation. So hold on. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, it's. But I I I know that. I mean, throughout the Bible, like the two hundred, the you, the the angel dries up the Euphrates River, and this army from the east, it's two hundred million, comes down through the Euphrates. So, is it horses? I don't know. Is mm-hmm. I know in Revelation, John uses a lot of uh, symbology. Ways. Yeah, because in chapter eight, verse eight, John sees a mountain burning with fire. So. He doesn't know what an asteroid right. is to write. So he's saying to him, it looks like a big rock mountain on fire. So when John's describing this, he's using his his time in his life of what he's experienced to describe what he's seeing. So, and then another one, right. uh, chapter 8 of Revelation, I think verse 9 or maybe it's 8 still, the comet. It's called, well, was it ring, uh, was it called? Can't think about it. Wormwood. Wormwood. What's that? Worm. Wormwood, Brian. Wormwood. Wormwood. So, does, so there's debate. Yeah. Does the comet hit the planet, or is it the tail goes by through the atmosphere and poison the water? I've heard both. I don't know. It might right. hit it. But I know that John's uh-huh. using terminology in his time to describe what he's seeing. So a lot of people, not a lot, but some people think the 200 million horsemen, when it describes them, it goes into detail about the way the horses look and they breathe fire, they have the face of a man, all these different things, that it could be jet aircraft, it could be tanks, uh-huh. like you said. But um, tanks don't breathe fire. Well, they do breathe fire when they shoot, when they fire comes out of their guns. Right. You know? So, uh-huh. it, it, no, I don't know. Uh, I That one, all I know is the army that comes across is 200 million China boasted 30 years ago it could raise mm-hmm. an army of 200 million in a moment. And this is before they were a billion That's people. That's right. Yeah. Almost a billion and a half. So um, uh-huh. I think it's military, myself, coming across with equipment. Because horses, um, I grew up on a ranch, are a lot of work. They get tired. Um, to bring that many people across, you'd have to have a lot of uh, ways to support the horses and feed them. And make sure you know because they're they're animals. Right. You uh, you ride a horse for thirty miles in one day. They're they're done after thirty miles or forty miles. Uh-huh. Right. So for them to be used horses, it wouldn't be a very quick attack. It would take months for them to get, right. to come into Israel. It would take them a long time, and then they're mm-hmm. vulnerable too because if, unless everybody is riding horses, they're vulnerable to attack. 
So they need they need speed right, from their right. back, the firepower. So, but I know what's happening with the Green Deal is they're talking about making electric tanks and electric Humvees for the military. Hmm. I saw that in the news a few months ago. Oh wow! And I'm thinking that's the. I've heard that. Do. That's interesting. Yeah, yeah. They're working on yeah. electric tanks, electric Humvees for the military, the U.S. So. It's <laughs> it's crazy, you know. And the other thing, I interrupted you. You go ahead, Dave. I just realized I'm going on here. So finish. no, no, I, I was I was I asked your opinion, so I'm pretty yeah. well. I'm finished. I was just wondering I, I, I what you thought about. I think it's about horses mm-hmm. because of the logistics of horses. They're just they're beautiful animals, but carry that many men and supplies that far across the Euphrates River. They're going to go thousands mm-hmm. of miles to get down into there, and it would take them forever to do it. And it'd just be a lot of work, and they would just be decimated. But because everybody would see them coming for months. Okay. Yeah. You know. So. Uh huh. Uh huh. Um, but but speaking of China, you don't mind making me point into this. Um, because I was talking. No, about no, this, go it, for it. It's a segue. Yeah, they were talking on the phone about China. I remember my uncle Joe, who was a cowboy, and he worked for the county in California. Good man. He's not with us anymore. This is mm-hmm. years ago. I remember in the 70s, him talking about China was buying up all the farmland in the 70s. And I thought, oh, yeah, yeah, sure. Wow. Yeah, they're buying all the farmland up. And he knew ranchers and farmers that whose land was bought, but they didn't know they were selling to the Chinese until afterwards. Mm-hmm. They used front companies to buy the property. Wow. And I'm mm-hmm. thinking that was back, uh, and that was right after 1972, February of 72, Nixon went to China first president since the communist party took power which had been 20 years earlier right and and was uh-huh. the first one president to go in there and make relations with them and kind of smooth things over and what i've read about this nixon did it for a couple of reasons one make your enemy your friend he knew china was an upcoming powerhouse right. but it wasn't world power yet but it was going to be and we were having problems with Russia signing the disarmament treaty for nuclear weapons. As soon as he went over there and right. met with the Chinese prime minister, a month later, Russia said they wanted to sign. And so they did. Right. They, said they signed a disarmament with Nixon right after, a month later, after Nixon went to China. So it worked. But the problem is China, hmm. um, Nixon opened the gateway for trade with China. I remember this on the news when I, I was in high school back then. And I remember in ninth, tenth grade in the mid seventies, here in China uh, was opening their doors for us to receive goods from them, but not so much for us to send to them. Right. They wanted to send to us, but they didn't want to receive. Mm-hmm. So it started off kind of rocky. Right. It still is, obviously. And right Very, about that yeah. time, the WalMarts of the world started appearing. And the Home Depots in the 70s and 80s started getting really big. Why would that be? Because right. up until that time, most of the stuff in America was manufactured in America. And we have unions here, nothing against unions, but some unions cause the prices to go up because they're, they want their, their union members mm-hmm. to earn so much, you know, and have all these benefits, which is good. I'm in a union here too. I get it. But it made the cost of everything to go up. Well, these these corporations realized that Nixon was brilliant for them. They were able to go to China because they had open doors out. American corporations were let in 
one at a time. McDonald's was one of the first ones, mm -hmm. by the way, and they were let in there. That's right. I remember and that. They made deals with these companies to start manufacturing their stuff in China for nickels on the dollar. So let's just say, for instance, mm -hmm. back in the 70s, it was $10 an hour for for a union employee plus benefits. That Folks, I mean, it seemed like a lot, but that was a lot back then. But they could sure. go to China and they could get the same product made for a dollar an hour with some 14-year-olds in a slave factory. And the corporations looked the other way. Yep. They didn't care. All of a sudden, because mm -hmm. I did a timeline on this, right when he did this, all of a sudden, and I'm not saying Walmart wasn't around then, but it's all of a sudden the Walmarts, the Home Depots, and all these Costcos and all this stuff just started coming up everywhere over the 70s and 80s and 90s. I, anybody, right. go out there, go to Costco, see how much stuff is made in China, especially Walmart. Now, there's some things made in India and some places, things made in like um, Vietnam and things like that. But 90% of the stuff in Walmart yeah. comes from China. Costco, all that patio furniture, all that mm -hmm. stuff, most of that, except some of the food, comes from China. Home Depot. Right. I, I'm just, I think of this. In the middle of the pandemic, when it first hit in 2020 in the summer, I'm going into Home Depot. They were sold out of masks. They were all gone. I go back a month later, they have all these masks, all of them from China. Every single mm -hmm. one from China. Right. The safety glasses were from China. We bought plexiglass for our school district to make shields for the classrooms. Four by eight sheets, $200 uh -huh. a piece for this plexiglass, all from China. They are smart. I, you know, right. It's our fault. It's American politicians, leaders' fault. They are stupid. Republicans and Democrats are idiots. They, now I'm not saying all of them, but a lot of them are running the countries, our country in the last few years, are, and not just Biden's. There's a lot of them. And they sold their soul, including Biden family, to the Chinese to make a dollar. So these companies from the 70s yeah. who are having American trouble with American companies with unions and union strikes and all this went to China. All of a sudden you get a boom and all these big box stores. And now look at China makes everything. They make our car parts. I had a Volvo I bought yeah. in 2015, brand new in Oregon. I don't have any more. It got, it got wrecked. 2015 was the last year Sweden was making Volvos. Guess where they sent their cars to be made? Volvo. China. China. <laughs> So if you buy yeah. a car after 2016, it's made in China, a Volvo. Ah. And, and so the Chinese are smart. They got to hand it to a figure, huh? And yeah. they're really, really stupid. So now you have it where basically we are being held hostage by China. Because of what Nixon did and his, his intentions mm -hmm. were good, he wanted to have regular relations with an enemy that he didn't want to have, have to fight. I get it. But the corporations of America and right. politicians worked together to go in there in the 70s, open all these factories, took our jobs from here and sent them to China, making a dollar an hour with kids, making our parts. And now we have all these huge stores, all this stuff, and it all comes from China. Why is our food coming from China? Mm -hmm. Why? Why is our medication, especially? It shouldn't be. Why is our vaccines coming from China? They're the ones that caused the, the, the pandemic, but yet we're getting our vaccines made and distributed through Pfizer and these companies from them. So, um, mm -hmm. and now what's happened, and I'll, I'll finish with this, Dave. Um, 
China also in the 70s, like I go back to my uncle, was buying property. China now is on the verge of becoming the largest property owner in the United States next to the government, our own government. Right. Since the 70s, mm -hmm. they have gone in, they bought family homes, they bought uh, malls, they bought you know, skyscrapers. Even to today, right now, it's going berserk. It's coming to a point, it's coming really close. I can't remember the percentage, but pretty soon China's going to own 10 to 20% of all real estate in the United States. Wow. And so why would they do that? Because they can control us. And that's what's happening. Yeah, exactly. So, and, that, and so China mm -hmm. now is, uh, is one of the largest real estate holders in America. And actually, one of the, and the largest bank in the world is from China. And guess what? One of them is in a town that I live next to. It's, on, it's in Torrance, California. And there's four really? five branches across America. And one of them is in about 20 miles, 15 miles from here. And it's not a real big bank. What's the name of that bank? It's not like 40 stories. No? It's like 10 stories. But it's one of the richest banks in the world. And it's right near my house. Huh. And China owns it. So... China wow. has gotten into the pockets of the politicians. He's got into the pockets of the media. He's got into the pockets of all our professional uh, sports. They've got into the pockets of um, uh -huh. uh, the politicians. Our food our, and our medicine, our right. cars. Um, China's going into, as we speak, China's going into Detroit, Dave, buying up old buildings in old Detroit where they used to be make cars and reopening them up and hiring uh -huh. people hiring our own people to build cars in Detroit. China's doing that. They're Jeez. taking all the Detroit buildings that have been vacant for decades, buying them, revamping them, and making them into businesses for Chinese. And uh, one of the Holy things mackerel. they did, they were doing, huh. in, I think it's in Washington, D.C., no, New York. Uh, the Chinese development company in New York State bought 600 acres is going to build a Chinese city for Chinese in New York, in, in the state of uh, <laughs> New York. And it's, and they're doing it the guys of culture, ex culture exchange. They want everybody in America to know what their culture's like. So they're building a city of 600 acres in New York state. And by the governor of the state saying, okay. So yeah, folks of course. are being out or being sold out on every side. It's, we need we need the Lord to deliver. Well, us we know him. we're we're doomed as this country. Yeah, well, we know that the Biden is a, a big China connection. Yeah, and then we hear that uh, Bill Gates is buying up hundreds of thousands of acres of land in this country, mm. so he could farm, and you know he's not going to be farming the good stuff, and. Yeah. Um, so one has to one has to wonder how how deep a connection Bill Gates has with the Chinese, you know. And I I wouldn't doubt me if uh, they have their hands in his pockets and vice versa. And um, so it's 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 just amazing to see that um, now you know that can that could all go away if if let's just say Trump gets into office again, decides to nationalize everything. Then everything would belong to the United States again. So that that can that can happen, okay. But it would it would probably provoke a war. Um, I don't know. Maybe it wouldn't. But um, it, it's it's real interesting to to see that. Um, you know, when Trump was in office, he was um, supposedly 
good friends with the uh, the premier of China and also with Putin. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like they were all together and they were all they were all together to make this this. Um, you know, it's not the great it's the great awakening. Yeah, the great awakening mm-hmm. to where everybody would um, see what the what the deep state's doing. But you know, you have to look at it now. And go, was that really the case? You know, were they just being friends to Trump to keep them close, keep your enemies closer, you know? Yeah. Or or what was going on with all that stuff? And, um, man, oh, man, I'll tell you, it's confusing to figure out who's who and what's what. Yeah. And the only thing that we can really do is we know who – I know who you are, Brian, and I know who I am. And I know some of the listeners that, that get on here because I've had talks with them and stuff online. Um, so I know in, in part who's who in a lesser degree, but when it comes to government, man, I don't know who's who anymore. You know, I, uh, you know, Biden is probably the best president China's ever had. Um, and then, uh, you got, if Biden were to die today and, and this is the reason to pray for him not to die. Um, uh, the, the next person in line is, is, um, Kamala Harris. Oh. And that woman doesn't know where she's coming or going. Mm-hmm. And she got to where she was by doing favors for people. And I don't need to say what kind of favors most of you know. Um, and then the next person in line is Pelosi. So unless you now, I don't have plans to kill anybody. Okay. I'm just, this is just a whatever, what if. Okay. Um, but if, if the only way to, to, to stop that from happening is to get all three of them when they're in the same area. Um, so, you know, it's, that's, that's highly, highly improbable and impossible. But, um, anyway, it's just, um, it's just interesting to see the, the mess that we're in, the, uh, we a mess, we're a big mess and how that mess is going to get cleaned up. Um, you know, by the way, let me, um, let me interject in something real quick. I know it's getting close to, to for us to finish, but, um, I, I read a message from QAnon today. Okay, now, hold on, folks. Hold on. I'm not a big QAnon person, okay? But QAnon is alleging that the QAnon movement has been hijacked and taken over by a lot of people, um, false cues, basically. And I've noticed that because it's the new age is taking it over big time in, in some places. And, um, and other arrogant um, people have taken over in other places where sometimes you read, you don't know. But... Um, Anyway, so uh, Q says, yeah, I know this is a problem. And Q has never said, according to him or them or whatever it is, they've never said to, to sit back and eat popcorn and watch the show happen. They want people to be proactive. Um, so seeing that that movement's been hijacked uh, in many in many ways, uh, it's not gone and forgotten, but it's been hijacked. Um, we have to be real careful about everything we read, everything we see, everything that that every whisper that you hear, you know, mm-hmm. check it, check it, verify it. Do not take anything as gospel except scripture, of course. Um, and don't believe it until two or three sources have okayed it. You know, I, I mean it. It's that's the way it is anymore. Two or three sources. Well, with scripture, you know, scripture verifies scripture. So if you find mm-hmm. a scripture in there that you're wondering about, there's a scripture somewhere in, in scripture to verify that scripture. Okay. Uh, and treat everything like that in this world anymore. Um, do not be part of this world anymore, folks. Do not get out of it. Divest, 
yourself from this world because this world is dying. It's dying. It's decadent. It's it's corrupt and everything else. Uh, so much so that Yeshua is going to have to come back and, and basically get rid of everybody that's causing trouble and start everything all over again, kind of like the flood, um, except there'll be people alive at that time. Um, so it's really important that um, uh, that we keep our eyes on, on focus. Uh, we keep in prayer. Uh, we keep fellowshipping with one another. I know that there's a, a movement out there to um, disqualify pastors, like pastors aren't needed anymore. Yes, they are. That's why they're listed in Scripture. Um, and and that churches aren't needed anymore. People could just meet in small houses. Well, you know, I don't believe that. I believe that church is very important, whether it is in a small house or whether it's in a, a building or, you know, where, where everybody congregates. But um, goodness, folks, do not get out of fellowship. Um, even if you're visiting with two or three people at least once a week and you're talking about the Lord, about things he's doing in your life and everything like that, then, then hallelujah, praise the Lord, then you're doing what you're supposed to do. But uh, there is a hierarchy that God has set up within the church that needs to be established so that um, a check and balance system, so to speak. Um, and not like it's been where the pastor can get away with anything, say anything, and it's gospel. No, that's not the truth. Um, but we need to, to get back to basics. We need to do that. And we need to realize that Yahweh is in control. We, I know we say that every radio show, but we say it because people need to know it. Right, Brian? People need to be... Yeah assured that that Yahweh is in control of everything and you know I can understand maybe maybe in the time of Esther when when um, when uh, Haman and his um, his characters are trying to get the king to kill all the Jews I can understand why that there was there was um, doubt at that time maybe at that time with a lot of the Jews that they were going to die and nothing was going to nothing was going to save them and even when Yeshua was a baby look what happened you know they the Lord said, hey, get to Egypt. Get out of here. Get to Egypt. Mm -hmm. Because there's somebody seeking to take his life. Moses, the same thing. You know? And God's got a purpose. Yahweh has a purpose for me, for Brian. Hey, I pointed the right way this time. Uh, <laughs> and and er, me, Brian, everybody listening to this show, and everybody that's called by his name. Even if you're not called by his name now, and you're going to be later, he's got a purpose for you. And you got to realize that, and you got to get away from that center fence and pick one side or the other. I hope you pick Yahweh's side, not the devil's side, but, you know, I, I, I don't know everybody's mind and heart. Um, but let's come to terms with the fact that there's good and evil anymore. There's no middle of the road. There's no middle class in, in society anymore where, where good and evil are concerned. Um, it's either bad or good. Um, and hopefully you're, you're picking the good side. And, yes, it's going to be hard from time to time, but pick the good side, knowing that in the end, everything is going to be hunky-dory. Everything's going to be great. Okay. With that in mind, you can march forward and conquer every day and, and be the believer that you're supposed to believe. But goodness sakes, folks, it's coming to that point where there's no middle road. You got to pick left or right. You got to pick bad or good. And right. so don't, don't be fooled by the world that says you don't have to do that because the world's saying you don't have to do that. You're free. You're free spirit. You could do whatever you want to do. No, it's not that way. I'm sorry. Uh, wake up. Wake up and, and, and smell the coffee because the coffee's brewing and it's time for you to get up. It's time for you to get ready for work, get responsible, and, and do everything you need to do. So I will shut up now. And, uh, Brian, any closing words? I guess we're at 59 minutes, so. 
Yeah, no, um, everything was great. Um, just time is short. Just things are getting evil, more evil, and go to church like Dave said. I, everything's ditto. Just go to church. Make sure you're in church. Make sure you're trying, trying to live for the Lord the best you can. And and um, your, uh-huh. our time here is, is running out. And um, soon we're going to be with him in heaven with our Lord. Very soon. Very soon. Yeah. Sooner the better. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. So, definitely things are getting crazy so, out here. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah, well, it. folks, we want to thank you for being with us tonight. Yeah. Thank you, Brian. We got to do our show finally. Yeah. Which is you. cool. Yeah. Really yeah. Good. And yeah. Um, we'll be back on, God willing, we'll be back on Monday or uh, we, folks, we've been talking about maybe changing the night that we have our show because, you know, Monday you, you get into, you, you just get back from work. You've been off for a weekend. You go to work and then you've, you've gone through that crazy grind all day Monday. And then you, you got to sit here and do a show for an hour or two. You know, so we've been kind of kibitzing back and forth about um, about maybe having a show on a different night. And um, so I, I would really welcome if anybody wants to write it write to us uh, uh, that you do so. Go to Delusion Resistance, look up the contact, and uh, and write to us. Let us know if there's a particular night that anybody likes other than any other night. And um, there's got to be a night that's that's more convenient for the majority of the people. And um, I'm retired, but Brian's still working, and and it's hard for him. It really is. I know he doesn't say anything, but I know it is. You know, I know you, Brian. I know you. <laughs> so anyway, uh, yeah. If anybody wants to pipe in or chime in about that, that'd be wonderful. And then uh, maybe in a week or two, we'll make a decision about that, and uh, and go to a night that's more convenient for everybody. Okay. So, well, uh, goodbye, folks. Good night. Wherever you are, good day, wherever you are. (laughs) Bye, everybody. And we we love you guys, and um, we'll see you the next time we're on. Yep. Definitely. Thank you, Brian. God bless. You're welcome. You too. Bye. Bye.